Who's our sponsor today, Seth? Are you tired of boring, dull, and mundane podcasts? Do you want to listen to something that will blow your mind? Leave you in stitches <laughs> and having questioning and have you questioning reality? Well, we I have a podcast for you. Introducing the Extraterrestrial Life Podcast, where we explore the wildest and most outrageous theories about aliens, UFOs, and Elon Musk. No, and intergalactical life forms. <laughs> but that's not all, folks. We also delve into the absurd and ridiculous, like whether Bigfoot, Bigfoot is actually an alien in disguise, or if Elvis Presley is living on a planet somewhere in the Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap in a galaxy. And we couldn't bring you this madness without the help of our sponsor, the Intergalactic Potato Chip Company. That's wait, right, folks. Wait, is this, this is an ad within an ad? Yes. That's right, folks. These chips are out of this world, made with real extraterrestrial potatoes, seasoned with space-aged spices. You won't find a, ta- a snack tastier in the Milky Way. <laughs> Wow. So if you're ready to blast off into the unknown and have a good laugh while doing it, tune in to the Extraterrestrial Life Podcast. And don't forget to stock up on intergalactic potato chips for your interstellar snack needs. You won't regret it. And who knows? Maybe we'll even have a special guest from beyond the stars. Now that's worth, now that is something worth tuning in for. You know, they definitely are not going to pay me to read that. <laughs> we, we got scammed. We're trying to promote another podcast. I was about to say. Come on, chat GPT. <laughs> you didn't tell it to ask a podcast? That's what I thought you were saying. What? You didn't ask it to. It just randomly picked no, podcast I, as I, like what it's going to, what the sponsor is going to be. No, wait. Yeah, I didn't, really? give it, I didn't give it the right prompt. <laughs> like you asked it to write about a bad podcast. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to another episode of the What Was Dad Like podcast. Thanks for all the feedback we've been getting and for sharing. I know we've got some more listeners coming from um, Seth's family, my family. So hope you guys are enjoying. If you have any ideas of what we can talk through, please let us know. Uh, We're still having a blast just sharing some stories from childhood and anything random that we can think of. So... Today, Seth got into a story that was unbelievable, the worst co-worker he's ever worked with, and then I uh, talked about the time my dad and I thought a car had been stolen from right underneath our noses, and the first time I drove stick shift. So, hope you guys enjoy, and thanks for listening. Alright, so you've been hyping up the story. So let me tell you about... I can't reuse a real name. <laughs> we'll say, let me tell you about Jeffrey. So, oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that song. So, I'm Jeffrey. so glad you get that reference. Oh, yeah, dude, Julia Smith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a little context, right? Okay. So, I moved down. Um, to South Carolina and I start working a new job and just to kind of give you my thought process I just got married okay. went on a honeymoon for one week 
Apparently didn't know what the birds and the bees were before that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have to listen to the last podcast. Um, but, um, no, i just gotten married. Everything's new. And um, moved to a new city, living a new, on my own, like with my brand new wife, in a tiny little apartment. <laughs> like, are you out of that? With my wife. We got married. Yeah. Separate homes. <laughs> well, it's just like everything's new, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm starting a new job. I'm going to a new school. Um. Yeah, it's 12 hours away from my family. Mm. And I'd, you know, grown up, I'd even gotten to school for two years with, with my, you know, living at home still, commuting. So, like, everything's new, right? Start this new job, and let's just say I probably should have gotten fired for the first mistake I made. Um, and I worked on cars. So, to my credit, I am doing 18-plus credits, like... And working 35 hours a week. So, like, doing a lot of stuff. Always something on my mind. Yeah. Like, just a just a really interesting, hard, but good time of life. How old are you at this point? Uh, I think I'm 11. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just graduated school. <laughs> I was going to nursing school after this. <laughs> New school. None of my friends were there. I had to Don't find my longer... <laughs> Um, and yeah, so I, um, I had, well, I I got married when I was 20, so I was still 20. Okay. Um, and, um, everything's new, right? Lots of stuff going on. There was this coworker there though. And man, I'd worked at like a number of shops before, but this guy was just, he came across as really annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, and apparently nobody nobody in the shop really liked this guy. Like, Jeffrey was just not a good guy um, to work with for a number of reasons, and I'll get into that. But anyway, so nice. he was a nice guy, to be fair. But I, like, messed up. I forgot to, well, they were, he was rushing me, Mr. Jeffrey. He was our sales guy. So he's the guy that would greet the customer and sell the jobs, mm-hmm. you know, coordinate stuff like that. Or is Jeffrey with a J or a J? A J. <laughs> So I'm Continue. sorry. Say say what? <laughs> say say what? No, J or a J? <laughs> is this is this Jeffrey with a J or a G? I know this is your fake name, but I want to know in your mind: Are you seeing J E F F or G? Can you spell Jeffrey with a G? G E O F F R E Y. Jeffrey. It's like Jeffrey. It's like the British spelling, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I'm an American, so. I know. I'm unrelated. I just want Independence to know. Day, baby. <laughs> Somebody stop naming Jeffrey after the Wait. G. No, no, that's Geoffrey. That's a, yeah, Geoffrey. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking of with a J. Okay. Jeffrey with a J. Um, so basically, I can tell you what it is. They were rushing me. They were like, I had to do an engine job where I had to replace valve cover gaskets, and I also had to do like pretty much a full brake job on the mm-hmm. whole car. So lots of stuff. And they had me, of course, do this all in one day because, you know, that's smart. Let's put the fresh tech yeah. who you have no idea how experienced he is. I mean, I was fine. There's stuff I could do. but and you lied on your resume. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I once sold a car with no battery. <laughs> you're hired, son. Do it. Uh, you're hired, son. Um, Anyway, so car comes back. Obviously, the next day, guy's steaming mad because I had. Oh, so you did the. Oh whole yeah, work. I messed up and like. And then they released left it? one bolt loose. 
bolt came out. You were talking about something rubbing on the rim. Yeah. Yeah, the caliper like popped up and was like grinding oh, on the rim. No. He was mad. And I met him in the parking lot. Wish I had not. Okay, done hold that. on. Let me let me get the timeline straight here. So you have this Corman. Yeah. You did the whole engine rebuild, pop cover gas, get all that stuff. It wasn't but yeah. Okay, it was, whatever. It was a decent engine. Yeah. And the brakes. Yep. You're doing it all by yourself. Yep. They let you do it all. Oh yeah. But no, he was like no follow up. Get this inspection. done. Get this done. Like it needs to be done by five. But no, and like, guess when up. I had come in for the day, like after my classes, like one or two o'clock. So I had like three hours to do like four or five hours worth of work, labor hours worth of work. You're like, dude, look, I'm working through my Lunchable here. I'm going as fast as I can. I didn't even eat my Lunchable. Oh, man. You didn't even get into the cookie? It soured. Oh, that's the worst, Jeffrey. Come on. <laughs> yeah. so Jeffrey was rushing me. Yeah. Um, and so that's you did when the I, whole thing. That's when I started not like Jeffrey. Well, yeah, I understand it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I kind of felt like this was not totally my fault. But, I I mean, it is. I shouldn't have messed up. I should have checked everything, double-checked. After that, I never rushed a job. I never let someone rush me. And that's what one of the older techs is like. He's like, well, now you learned. He's like, never let anybody rush you to do anything. No. So, like, this should have been done tomorrow, and it should have taken until tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway. So, you you can kind of get who this guy is. You know, Jeff. So, what happened with this this thing i we got a bolt i tightened everything up thank goodness i checked the other bolt that was loose too (laughs) i tightened everything up um oh my word so i did not have the greatest first start i also messed up on some other thing they threw me on like this i am not a diesel tech and they threw me on this like f350 and like i messed something up okay are you in school currently? Yeah. For auto mechanics? No, no, no. I had, I had graduated with a two-year degree. So you had your useless degree in model yeah, mechanics. Yeah. Okay. But like, I mean, I can I can work on cars, right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, at I'm that just point, I, yeah. But like, they were throwing me on stuff that like I was just not ever qualified to yeah. do, and never put on my resume. Like, you know, I'm gonna do a basic car stuff. I'm yeah. I'm well, I'm I mean, twenty years a lot old. Different, so yeah, it's like totally different. So like, yeah. at that point, the boss. He's a nice guy. I cannot believe he didn't fire me after, you know, like, the brakes fell off this guy's car. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't need brakes. But after Jeffrey, I can believe that he did not fire me because of all the stuff that happened with Jeffrey. So, anyway. Is Jeffrey your boss? No. Okay. Um, we'll who's, call... Who's we'll call your boss's name? Um, my boss's name is uh, Jared with a G. Jared with a G. Yeah. Not to be confused with Gerard or anything. No, no, no. So, um, anyway, so Jared with a G is really, he's probably one of the best bosses I've ever had, to be okay. fair. Um, but he was <laughs> obviously upset at me, and rightfully so. Screwed up on, like, multiple things, lost him money. Built <laughs> your some of these stuff on the dashboard. Yeah. Pizza sauce everywhere. And then, and then my last, the last mistake that I remember doing, like, I, I did, like, three series of mistakes, and they were all, like, right after, you know, <laughs> until I finally got my head screwed on straight, and was like, I have to learn how to go to school and work at the same time. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not going to work out, man. I'm going to get fired, like, and I'm making 15 bucks an hour anyway. So it's like, <clears throat> not making much money, like, anyway, so, the last mistake I made was, like, I left a battery, um, hold down i didn't put the battery hold down back on a battery and left it out on the car and the customer picked it up and like flew up like went up their windshield and like flew off and they were obviously not happy (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's like, and, and, and Jeffrey, my boss, and brings, you're are, like, I've never seen this. <laughs> All my batteries I just take out because they don't right. work. Well, I just forgot to put it back in. Oh, here I am making myself look like a horrible person. Anyway, I did much better after that. Changed roles to did much better. Um, Changed roles. But Jeffrey we just noticed. The <laughs> I right. never once misplaced the battery pulled down right. again. That's right. I never let you near a ratchet. I started sweeping a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I got really you good. You know the that. guy who comes in and says your car is ready? That was me. <laughs> Have you seen our report on um, the inspection? <laughs> right. If you have any questions, don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's a break? Yeah. So, um, so anyway, I got noticeably better at my job overall. Oh, Jeffrey you not? got noticeably better. <laughs> yeah, well, you can I, only go up from there, brother. Pretty much could not. Yeah, yeah I could only go up. <laughs> Jeffrey, on the other hand, did not go up. He went noticeably down. And there's a few things. And Jeffrey's not your boss in any capacity. No, Jared. Wait, didn't I say Jared was my yeah, boss? Yeah, Jared's your boss, but who is Jeffrey and why was he Jeffrey is, he's the service writer. Oh, uh, okay. So he's like a middleman? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He talks to customers and talks cool. to techs. Okay. He orders parts. At least he tries to. Okay. Dude was straight up the worst. Okay. So I don't know if you know how auto mechanics work, but like at least many shops are flat rate, so you only get paid for how much the job is worth book time. So if you can get it done faster then you can make a lot of money because you get a bunch of jobs. Yeah. They're all taking an hour and you get them all done in 45 minutes. At the end of the day, you only worked six, you know, you worked eight hours, but you got 10 hours worth of work. Solid math. Great. But if whenever you order parts, it's the wrong parts, mm. you can never fix a car. Yeah. And so Jeffrey would always pretty much order the wrong part. Always. Like the easiest stuff. Like, you'd ask him to order a headlight bulb, and he'd order a taillight bulb. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. Dude was dumb when it came to ordering parts. Hey, Jeffrey, I need a new seatbelt. Yeah. In comes a radiator. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I thought you said you need an airbag. <laughs> like, no. Like, so, it, it, but most of the time, it would be like, he needs a brake rotor, you know? It yeah. needs to be the 30-inch model. Oh, I thought it was the 28-inch model. So, you know, yeah. you're here out, you're sitting there waiting another half an hour for the mm. parts guy to come back. It's like just craziness. And you order, are you ordering parts while you already have the car, or is this? Like yeah, like time? you know, you get the car in, you qualify the work. Like, hey, your car, yes, you were right. Your brakes are totally metal to metal. Yeah. you need brakes. Like, yeah. are we good to go? Yeah, order the parts. We'll have it. So they order it, so that's ahead of time. So they're there before they bring the car back, or they're supposed to be there. Well, the car day. most of the time the car just stays there for the day. You oh. diagnose the car in the morning, fix it in the afternoon. Okay, gotcha. you know it's a typical schedule. Like you diagnose a bunch in the morning, get back to people. All the repairs that are all the repairs that are approved, you can do them in the afternoon. Oh, okay. But if you know when so you go to work to be on a the quick ca- turnaround, yeah, when you work on the car and you know the brake rotors won't fit because they're yeah. the wrong size, yeah, yeah, it gets like really irritating really quick yeah. when it happens over and over again. So that would happen over and over again. The other thing is these really really long lunch breaks and bathroom breaks. Mm. Like Jeffrey would leave, <laughs> like for lunch. And not come back till like three in the afternoon, mm. and and Bill would take oh, his lunch break. Side character, who's Bill? <laughs> oh crap! <All right. laughs> not Bill. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> we might need to edit this part out. And um, and Jared would take a lunch break as well, and they'd just both disappear. So there'd be nobody up front. 
It'd be this shop with no. You'd walk in, the customer would walk in, and there's nobody there, except these techs out in the shop, and you will be sitting there forever. And what was really irritating to me is like Jeffrey would ask me to do his job. Mm. So there's this one time there's this customer that like he needed me to check them out, right? So for some reason I learned how You're to. Like do I'm it. married, man. <laughs> It's too far. <laughs> yeah, that's what he needed. <laughs> oh my goodness, he was a creep though, too, bro. <laughs> he said, so "Check this <laughs> out." <laughs> yes, he did that. I'm mean, like, bro, like, what the heck's wrong with you, man? Stay away. Okay, stay away from me and my family. <laughs> um, but no, like, check a customer out, as in, make them pay money. <laughs> Not any repairs. better. No, <laughs> for the repairs on their vehicle. Okay. So, like, you know, do the billing and all that. So, like, one time, this was the most irritating thing, dude. So, one time, I can, he's like, he comes out in the shop. I am working on a vehicle, James, in the middle of a job, right? Oh. I'm in the middle of a job, and it's, again, supposed to be done by five. Because Jeffrey's, you know, told the, told the guy it's going to be done by five. And he comes to Seth, Seth. Can you come, you know, I got something to do here. Can you, uh, can you come check? This customer came early, you know, their car's done. Can you just, you know, do the billing, get them checked out, get the receipt and all that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, fine. You go do what you have to do. The oil in your hands. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I go clean myself up, go up front. I'm like, all right, guys, look, so let's see what you got. You know, mm-hmm. okay, oil change, break job, or whatever. Jeffrey walks up with his Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. <laughs> Stands there and watches me check the customer out with their money. And I'm just like, I, I literally turned to him. I'm like, I said, I thought you had something to do. He's like, I got it done. I'm just sitting there like, are you kidding me? So he's just using me to do his work because he wants to eat his, his heated up mac and cheese. Like, come on, bro. Anyway, this goes on. I just decided to not help the guy out pretty much anymore. Because, you know, like I have my own stuff to do. Yeah. Like, I can't just do your job and my job. And, um... What's another thing you do? Oh, the other thing he would do is he would fall asleep at the craziest times. So, it's all that mac and cheese. One time, I was up checking out a customer again, not with my eyes. <laughs> Just want to clarify, you know, billing them out, you know, running their credit card, and. Jeffrey is in the back making a phone call to a customer telling them what's wrong with their car, what they're going to need for repairs. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness, I, you know, the customer that I'm working with leaves. They go out the door, jing, jing, door shuts. And suddenly I just, I, I realized I haven't heard anything from behind me. <laughs> and like, I was like, I for sure thought he was on the phone. They look behind me. Jeffrey's sitting there asleep with the phone up to it. And I can hear the person <laughs> saying, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Jeffrey's dead. (laughs) Jeffrey died. (laughs) So I take a pair of keys and I throw them at him. I was fed up, bro. I'm I'm like, I'm like, you are on the phone. He's like, oh. (laughs) You throw keys at the man. He's he's asleep while he's on the phone with somebody. Like, how bad can you be at your job? Um, and so he, whatever, he gets done with the call. I was just, I was, I was not happy with him. <laughs> Poor Jeffrey. He's just taking a little nap. Gets a key to the back of the head. <laughs> I didn't hit him that hard, but I just wanted to wake him up. That's so anyway, um, one day Jeffrey walks out into the shop 
This is, this is getting to near the end of when I knew Jeffrey. He's getting very close. Okay. He comes out and he says, guys, he's talking to all the techs. You guys remember that, uh, you guys remember that, that silver Volkswagen? I think we did uh, like $2,000 worth of work to it. <laughs> and Peter is one of the other techs. That's actually Peter's name, but I don't care. Peter's the greatest guy. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I worked on that car. You know, I did, like, three wheel bearings and, like, major engine work. Like, yeah, like, I worked on that. And, and he was like, I gave you the keys and, like, put it up there. He's like, oh, well, I can't seem to find the keys. <laughs> and so, like, we're all looking around for Seth threw them at me. <laughs> Seth threw them, yeah. Actually, in the back of your head. <laughs> no. Um, but um, so we were looking all, looking all around. Like, everybody in the shop, even um, Jared, my boss, and, like, we're just looking for the keys and cannot find them anywhere. And then this other strange thing happens. Jeffrey's like, I can't find the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, so did, they already, did they already pick up and check out? They must have. They must have picked up and check out. <clears throat> and so we call the customer. Oh, he's... Somebody does. I didn't. I wasn't doing that job for Jeffrey. So, you know, hey, where's your car? Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, nope, we never picked it up. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, oh, that's, my that's goodness. Awkward. Hey, uh, this is uh, Jeffrey. Uh, just wanted to know how the car's doing. Yeah. <laughs> just wonder if you've heard any strange sounds. Is it courtesy follow-up call? <laughs> um, and so, anyway... <laughs> They couldn't find the car. And so we're looking all around, couldn't find the car, couldn't find the keys. And basically, they, we have security cameras. We had actually just got a brand new security camera system set up. Mm -hmm. Like, thank goodness, right? And so after Jeffrey goes home for the day, um, Jared, my boss, walks up to me. And he's like, hey, you want to you wanna watch something funny? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm glad I'm not getting fired, right? <laughs> He's like, here's a pink slip. Right <laughs> Watch your future fade away. <laughs> no, um, he's like, uh, he's like, um, come look at this. So we walk up to the security camera feed, and we watch Jeffrey get in this silver Volkswagen. Oh, no. And Jeffrey goes and drives the car. Because for some reason, Jeffrey feels the need that he has to test drive every single vehicle that comes in the shop, even though he can't fix anything himself. <laughs> and Jeffrey goes and parks the car out. You know Wade Hampton. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty busy street. <laughs> yeah. Well, our shop was like right off the edge. And so Jeffrey pulls off Wade Hampton, goes about five feet from the street, parks the car, gets out, leaves the door open, takes a look. You know, he's like walking around the car, you know, with his... Like, slow-minded self, just, like, wandering around eating his mac and cheese. Dude always had Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. Like, and, like, yeah, like, what on earth? And then he walks into the shop and leaves the car sitting there running with the door open. What? Mm-hmm. This is, like, after hours. Like, why he was driving the car after hours after everybody had left anyway. He was test driving the car, make sure it was all good. Then And then we watched Jeffrey go into the bathroom and speed the security tape up on like three or four times speed. And he gets out 45 minutes later. 
on the security tape. And we're like, what is Jeffrey doing? And guess where Jeffrey goes? Doesn't go back to the car that's sitting there idling with the door open five feet off of Wade Hampton Boulevard. Goes back he goes to Chick-fil-A. To his car. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Time back. to get some more mac and cheese. <laughs> no, he goes to his car and drives home. And so what do you think, James, happens at about 1130 at night with an idling car sitting five feet off of Wade Hampton? Mm-hmm. We see the car back into the street and drive away. So... Dude. Someone stole the car. Jeff, are you okay? Sounds like he's not all there mentally. <laughs> so, like, who does this? Yeah, so after this, I hear even more stories about Jeffrey from Jared, my boss. And Jared, he's like, we should have let this guy go a long time ago. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Like, oh my goodness. You're even using yourself as an example. You're like, like you should have fired me. <laughs> before, well, you like, Jeffrey before but me. We're but past like, that. Yeah, no, like, how is this man still here? Yeah. So, like, one day, Jeffrey was dra- test driving a vehicle and fell asleep at a stop sign with his foot on the brake. And thank goodness, Jared, my boss, was on the way back. Jared with a G was on the way back, like from his lunch break, and saw him there and honked on the horn to wake him up. And he finished his test drive, came back. And then one time, Jared went to church and just decided he'd take a drive past the shop, you know, Sunday night before he comes in Monday because he's the shop owner, wants to make sure everything's good. And there's Jeffrey. He had decided to work on his own car and he was asleep. He had slept. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He drove by the shop and saw Jeffrey working on his car, like at the shop. That was fine, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then came back Monday morning, and Jeffrey was asleep. He had pulled out onto a side road off the shop and had fallen asleep and slept all night long with his foot on the brake in the car and drive. This man needs to go to the doctor. Yes. Well, ends up that this man needs to stop going to the bathroom and shooting himself up. Because, because a simple drug test quickly solved all the answers to Jeffrey's problems. And after I watched the security tape of Jeffrey leaving a, a test driving a vehicle and leaving it running all night, Jeffrey didn't show up to work the next morning. He got called and said, nope, go drive someone else's car. So, so Yeah. Jeffrey Dude. was apparently an addict of some kind. Oh, worst the more co-worker. than mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Worst coworker on earth. That's amazing. <laughs> nice guy, but worst coworker. You have to throw that in there at the end. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's a little bit of a user and abuser. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, not the using and abusing. <laughs> oh, man. That was real inspirational. <laughs> so that. So that is my story about one of the worst coworkers I've ever worked with. Oh, I'm sure he tells the same story about you. <laughs> That's right. Once was a guy who forgot to put the brakes back on. He doesn't tell about how he literally just lost a vehicle. Yeah. Like, he probably tells. How do you even do he that? probably tells the story as you as the, as him. Yeah. This one's guy. He uh, left a car running idle. This guy was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. You're telling you talking about Wade Hampton and yeah. cars reminded me yeah. of a short story. Um. Do you, you know where Bob Jones is? I don't know. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably before you were on campus, but there used to be a car dealership. So you know where uh, Jack in the Box is? Yeah. Walgreens and stuff like on that side yeah. of campus? East North Street and yeah. Whitehampton? East North, yep. Or is that Pleasantburg? Pleasantburg. Pleasantburg. So there used to be a car dealership 
right there. Uh, it was like train auto or something. So as you're coming up and you're coming up on the Walgreens on your right, there was a car dealership. Anyways, well, there was also like a Jeff Lynch Appliance Center right across from it. I don't, okay. There's a bunch of stuff there now. There's a bunch of stores in the front of it. There used to just yeah. be a big empty parking lot. Hate capitalism. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my dad and I were driving one day. And always with your dad, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think I've told any stories with my dad yet. Um, yeah, okay. What? Venison story? Oh, yeah, the venison story. Was yeah. good. Um, anyways, so we were driving, and my dad was a uh, collector okay. of anything. <laughs> he was like Mr. Crow. <laughs> sees Mr. something Crow? shiny and picks it up. Yeah, basically. He... He wants Mr. Crow. I'm like, what are you talking about? He couldn't stand to see things go to waste that he thought he could repurpose. Dead deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, so, that was the best story. So we were driving and we were in my sister's Jeep, Grand Cherokee manual. And we pull off the road because there's a big dumpster and there's like a bunch of metal sticking <laughs> oh out of it. My <laughs> and my yeah. dad's like, awesome metal. There's probably some aluminum in here. He's a machinist. Maybe even some copper. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, all right, so we're going to go in here. So we park the car. We go, we climb this dumpster and we're like digging it. And there's like, there's good stuff. There's, there's like <laughs> aluminum shelving or something. They're like remodeling inside the store. So my dad's like, all right, we're going to get this. We're going to load up the Jeep and we're going to like... I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know what the plan was. Yeah. But so we're like in the dumpster. We're totally focused. Well, we hear this crashing sound. And I was like, I heard it. He didn't hear it. And I was like, is someone breaking into Jeff Lynch? Like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. it, was a, it sounded like a large glass window had broken or something. This is the dealership? Like, no, so this is where we were at Jeff Lynch, which is across the street from the dealership. Okay. So, but it's like, it's like a a good ways up off the road. So there's a big, long, big parking lot that's open and then you have the main road and then across the road is the dealership. Okay. So, and there's like a slight incline. Anyways. So we're like, all right, I'm like looking around. I couldn't find what had broke. Yeah. I I thought maybe just something settled in the dumpster or whatever. So we're probably gathering supplies in the dumpster. (laughs) Supplies? Supplies. Dumpster supplies? We're probably... Five, ten minutes. Like, we're just totally focused on this. So we then get out, and we're going to load up the car. And it's like raccoons yeah. in the trash. <laughs> Pretty much. And my dad goes, where's the Jeep? Oh! And we're like, oh, we, we parked it right here. Like, wait, it was right here. What? Where's the Jeep? So we're like, how did someone steal the Jeep from underneath our nose? It's like, yeah. did we leave? Like, he's like, I don't have the keys. I must have left the car running. We're thinking we're in the dumpster, and then someone just came up and was like, "Sweet, oh, sweet!" I'm just gonna. I got another Nissan from uh, last week when a guy left it parked by the road. That's right. And now I've got a Jeep. <laughs> so we're we're freaking out. Like we're gonna call the cops. So my dad gets on the phone and he starts to call the cop, and then he looks up and all the way down the parking lot, sticking perpendicular no. to Pleasantburg. This is probably ten o'clock at night, so not super late. It's like that's like a four or five lane highway. It had gone all it rolled all the way down the parking lot, <laughs> jumped the sidewalk, gone across Pleasantburg, hopped the curb, hopped the other sidewalk, and smashed into a Lexus. <laughs> no, at Parked the dealership. In the front of the dealership. Of course. Uh, they had a bunch of crappy thousand dollar cars yeah. and we hit the nicest <laughs> car Lexus. in the lot. 
Wow. And, it, and our car is just sticking half in the lane, half on the sidewalk, in the middle of Pleasantburg, all these cars driving by. And they're like and so swerving dad, around it? My dad's like, it rolled, James! <laughs> so we start booking it. We're like, holy crap. Playing Frogger yeah. in traffic. <laughs> Basically. So he runs down, hops in and moves it. And then we're like, well, the dealership's closed. So then he had to like it's leave. Fine. <laughs> Just leave. We're like, let's go. <laughs> Don't forget the metal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we had to like leave his driver's license information and go back the next day and explain what. And then I think like they paid, he like had to bill insurance for it. But it was so, well, it was like, what is that crashing sound? And then. Yeah. Where's our car? That is so yeah. funny, dude. And like, what are the chances? Like, probably it was a good thing it was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, no. If it was any other time. Because you would have hit somebody. You know people oh, yeah. are on their phones. Even the fact and, like, that it was like 10 o'clock. The fact that, and the fact that no one hit it as they were driving. But I'll never forget that image of just looking down and seeing our Jeep just staring at us. Stick it out of the road. It rolled, James. Yeah, I was like, what? So did he actually make a connection with the cops? Yeah. Like, he... What do you mean he didn't make a connection with? Like, on the phone, did it actually go through? Oh, I don't know. I think he hung up because he saw it. He was going to report it as stolen. Well, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he saw it. Oh, yeah. my word. So, like, did you just, it was, he forgot to pull the parking brakes Something or just like, didn't Yeah. Either, either, I think what he was, was he thought he put it in gear. gear yeah. But then I, I don't know if he. He was just so was excited. So excited <laughs> by the dumpster. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah. Which reminds me of the first time I drove stick shift. You'll appreciate the story because you drive stick, right? I do. Okay, so I traveled National Hoops Ministries out of high school. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we talked about it. I banged my head in. Pre-banging my head in. Okay. Or it must have been post. Don't remember, to be honest with you. It's a little fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, we get to a church. Basically, we'd pull up at a church. We'd set up our goals, canvas area, all this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. So the week we're there, we need cars. Okay. Well, my dad had always bragged. We had stick shift growing up, and I had shifted before. The car wasn't moving, though. It was rolling down the parking lot. That's I right. jumped in and tried to stop it. <laughs> that was the last time you drove. <laughs> That's right. No, so, like, my sister and my dad would drive, and they would let me do the shifting just yeah. to learn the pattern and stuff yeah. like that. But I didn't know anything about... I knew there was a clutch. I knew there was something special about yeah. how you do things in order, right? So, usually when we get to a church, someone in the church would loan us a car so we didn't have to drive the big trucks around town to... Make it around because they were not very efficient. Well, the youth pastor was like, well, I have a Toyota Ranger stick. You can drive stick, right? And I said, yes. Oops. What? <laughs> Back to me lying. I know. Here it is again. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you had, you know, you had touched... You had touched the, uh, the manual lever before. Literally, my thinking was, I've driven stick. Yeah. How hard can it be to factor in... The clutch. <laughs> this can't be that difficult. Yeah, it's kind of like the automatic where you move the lever, you release yeah. the brake. So he's like, drive. all right, cool. So here's the here's the keys. He's like, when you guys go out tomorrow, you can drive that one. And I was like, great. So then I'm panicking a little bit inside because I'm thinking, wait, maybe there's more to this than I had previously thought. So I like email my parents and I'm like, hey, so here's the situation. It's only a stick, and I need to drive it tomorrow. Can you, like, send me instructions? <laughs> so my dad typed up this long email, and then I'm, like, watching all these YouTube videos yeah. about how to drive stick shit. Yeah. I have, like, eight hours to cram for the most important. Could you not just call it practice? 
No, because I already told the youth pastor I could drive stick. That would be true. That would just be like, what are you doing, James? Uh, taking a test drive. Another I'm getting, lie. I'm getting a feel for... Yeah, getting a feel for the clutch. Yeah. Well, because oh, if I God. had practiced in front of them, they would have been like, you can't drive a stick. True. So you're just kind of like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> straight up like, how hard can this be? Yeah. I legitimately... There was some deceit. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm glad you're coming around. <laughs> but I was also thinking, this can't be that hard. Like, I've watched my parents drive. Yeah. I've shifted. I at least know that much. So we get in the next day. All night, I'm, like, terrified that I'm going to totally mess this up. So we get in the next day. We're in Pennsylvania, by the way. Okay. Very mountainous, hilly region. Yeah. Not so we, good to learn. We get off. in the car, and I'm like, "How many people are in the car?" It's just one. It's me and the other girl on the team. Her name is Sarah. Any interest? Any, any interest in her? Yeah. Oh no, she was very nice. But Stephanie and I were like a thing. Oh, early gotcha, in our relationship. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but Sarah was great. So you weren't trying good. to impress her or anything. I was not trying to impress her. She was like a sister to me, and I was very thankful that I was riding with her because I was like, listen, and not the other guy in the team because he would have just ridiculed me. But we oh, got yeah, in, 100%. and I was like totally honest with her. <laughs> I'll never forget the look on her face because I was like... She's worried. I know. I was like, listen, Sarah, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never actually driven stick. <laughs> and she looked at me like... James, um, I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> She's like, let me out. So I'm like, but... I, and then you walk all the doors. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I was like, but it can't be that hard. I've been watching YouTube videos all night. Like famous of, last words. <laughs> none of this is inspiring confidence in her. She's like, well, okay. It, are, are we okay? Like, do we need to tell? I'm like, no, it's fine. I got... It. So I had actually, like, gotten it into gear. I figured out the clutch. I mean, it's obviously a little bit rough when you're... Starting out, you need to know. Yeah, I mean, typical. <laughs> this is normal, Sarah. <laughs> you know, engine stops and restarts that, it a couple times. It did happen a couple times. Yeah. But getting out of the church, which was the most important thing I was worried about. Get away from everybody else. We had like three parks we needed to go to that we were going to canvas and pass out flyers and stuff. So we had a map. So I was like, okay, as long as I can get away from the church... I can make mistakes on the yeah. road yeah. where there's other cars. Abuse somebody else's vehicle. That's <laughs> poor youth pastor. So, a couple times, uh, I did clunk out. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, then. That is the technical term, too. Clunk out with the car. <laughs> it was a clunk out stall the engine. Stall. Yeah, what you go. is it? Anyway. <laughs> oh, my word. So, I, every time Sarah would just be like, Okay, <laughs> like she was so she was so incredibly gracious though. Yeah. She was like not praying making... <laughs> a lot, but very gracious. She was in tune with the Lord. <laughs> That's why she was so gracious. That's right, because the most spirit filled anyone could ever be. That's right. And so, but the thing that I will never forget that we were both worried about is we came to a stop. Yes. And it was on a hill. No. And I literally, we're st- I, I got to stop and we're idling and I'm like, <laughs> I got my foot on the brick and I literally look at her and I go, here we go. <laughs> I said, I don't know what to do. <laughs> we're on an angle. It's a steep angle. Yeah. 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 And there's cars in front of us and behind us. Of course there are. And I'm like, I have not thought about this scenario yeah and so I tell, we're, we're waiting at the stop site we're waiting at the stoplight and that's hard for even like 
up someone who's oh, driving it for a while. Dude, I'm going, okay. I'm like literally thinking through every little thing I need to do. I'm yeah. like, okay, I have to nail this. Because yep. if I don't, this is going to be <laughs> catastrophic. And she literally just like, you got this. She literally said that. She's like hyping me up. She's like, you got this. Don't worry about it. You got this. Like, right turns green. <laughs> so we're like looking at the light, waiting for the moment. It turns green. And I'm like, okay. And then you hear a little bit of the grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, no, no, let's do this. And then I got it and it like engaged. And I yeah. was going up the hill and I was like, okay, we're going to stay in first. Oh, yeah. It's going to be. Who cares how high the RPMs are? <laughs> so winding the thing up. Oh my word! <laughs> but I'll never forget that moment when she was like, Do you, "Have you like you've never done this before?" Yeah. I was like, "No, but I can't bet." And as we did it more, like because we drove it all week. Yeah. By the end of the week, I was like, "This is a ton of fun." Yeah, this is dude. great. And so we got back to the church, and the pastor's like, "Everything goes smoothly." <laughs> I was Smoke like, pouring from his car. <laughs> <laughs> I see the clutch plate is very smooth now. <laughs> Oh my word! <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it was great." It's Are you about to tell me you lied again? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, everything's good." I said, "You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was a little rough at times. It's been a while, is what you said, didn't you? You're like, it's been a while since I drove stick." <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. you're straight up. Like, it's been a little bit. Never driven stick before. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my word. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, it can be difficult on the hills too in Pennsylvania. I was like, Yeah, that was a little tricky, but we got through it okay. From where I'm from, it's oh. totally flat. <laughs> I never had to drive on a on a hill with a stick. I was like, what was that third pedal? That was new. <laughs> You didn't tell me about that. You got some stoplights here. <laughs> oh my word! And then when I when when I was done traveling national hoops, I got a job in Charlotte, and I was basically like a glorified errand boy at times. Yeah. Like if there was no work, they'd be like finding things for me to do. Sure. So like, all right, take one of the cars into AAA to get the oil changed. Sure. Whatever. Like, all right, so they gave me the keys, and one of them was a stick shift. I hadn't driven in, like, two months since the, the yeah. last truck. But he gave me the keys, and he goes, you got to drive stick, right? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I actually, I actually know. And I got it there, no problem. And I was like, yeah. all right, we got this now. Yeah. Good job. Oh, I'm impressed. It was terrifying. First but, time I drove stick, um, it was similar to that. Because, like, the guy had it in, like, the lot, but it was, like, down... So, like, you had to drive. It, was like a, it wasn't, like, a super sharp bank mm-hmm. up to the road, but, like, it was a, you know, it was a bank down. But it was, like, I, like, got in. Dude, I was, I'm telling you right now, I'm born to drive stick. I'd never driven it before. Got in. I'd seen my brother drive stick, like, yeah. my whole life. I was, like, I know what to do. Bro, I think I stalled it, like, once. That's awesome. It was good for me. Yeah, I probably stalled literally six or seven times. <laughs> yeah. And it's in the most, like, inconvenient places. At a stoplight, yeah. my turn to go. People behind People you. People behind me honking. Yeah. Sarah's like, you got this. It's okay. Please. Please, you got this. She's like, she wasn't talking to me. Powering. She was talking to herself. That's right. You could do this. Don't get out. <laughs> I'd prefer to walk. Oh, my word. That is funny. Oh. Stick is hard. It's unique, but like you said, it's fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. Like 
you just it feel felt the like car really, and... really, like rewarding like, yeah i did that yeah automatic so eh, yeah. anyone can do that yeah and it's like you could feel the gears and you hit the yeah. gas you feel it it's just good rachel's mom used to drive stick and that's what she said she's like it's just so much i haven't i mean she hasn't everybody used to right especially yeah. like my parents your parents like that's all they really had yeah but like yeah so everybody i feel like in the older older generation knows and they all think it's cool but they all hate it yeah. like none of them want to do it but they're all like yeah it's cool like my boss like one of my bo- one of my older bosses he was like he got a stick for his daughter and a manual for his daughter and he um was like, yeah, I drove that thing home. Oh, I hate sticks so much. But he's, you know, oh, but I know how to drive. You know, they're all like, yeah. Yeah, so. I feel like it's it's a lost art, and I honestly probably only, couldn't do it. <laughs> I probably Don't could. lie. I probably couldn't. I mean, it's a lost no. art, and I'm in the, uh, I the feel stick like, figure sketch Yeah, but still. I kind of feel like it's riding a bike, though, you know? Yeah, once you do it once, then you've broken the bike enough. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The bike has no more gears. Yeah. You're scraping everything on the way home. Talk about breaking a bike. <laughs> so I used to, well, we used to, as brothers, work at this farm that was literally about five minutes away. We lived down this big hill. Um, and so we'd just get on our bikes and bike to work. And Ethan, my younger brother, decided, you know, as you do when you're young, that you're just going to get into biking. And so my uncle, like, was an actual biker. Like, he did it for exercise. He had a really nice road bike. <laughs> and, like, um, he let Ethan borrow it because, like, to see if this was something he really wanted to do before he went out and spent a pile of money on a really nice bike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ethan's loving the thing. And then, as a little kid does, he left it behind our garage door. And someone... Jeffrey stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it was gone. Um, and someone backed the car out and ran over it. Oh. This is like a $1,300 road bike. Oh. Yeah. So like Ethan paid to get it fixed. And at that point, my uncle's like, you know what? You paid to get it fixed. Like you can give me some money for it. It's yours. <laughs> so Ethan pays like $800 or something to get this thing fixed. You know, probably $800 total to buy the bike and get it fixed. And... um then he is driving it to work one day, <laughs> and um, he's had horrible luck with bikes, apparently, because then, like, he hits a stick in the road, and you know, these road bikes have these tiny tires, yeah. falls off the bike onto the tire and just, like, torques, <laughs> like, literally, like, like it, the front tire, like, turned into a taco, you know, it's, like, bent up. And this is like a week after. And like my boss at that time, like he had already known that he wrecked his other bike or wrecked the bike already. And he still let him drive a tractor and he gets on this tractor and he's brush hogging this field. This is totally going so many directions. But anyway, so after he wrecks his bike, he gets on a tractor for the day and he's supposed to like mow this field and he didn't see, but the back like the the brush hog mower deck caught on like this high tensile fencing and pulled his entire 
entire <laughs> fencing system down. See, this is driving through this field with his earbuds in, dragging an entire fence oh, behind him. No. And then turns around and sees, you know, like, oh my goodness. Oh. He didn't get fired. He Wait, didn't. You guys, how do you afford these things? I don't know. He still does not have fence there to this day. <laughs> like, that's like crazy money. Yeah, like is. tens of thousands of dollars put oh. in this like, they're like, you know, like the the um, the fencing poles themselves were like the special wood oh. that you know that like doesn't that weathers you know yeah. like it's all like treated and like the high tensile wire you have to have someone coming out there and run it like with a truck that, like winds it up oh, and goodness. he just in one shot wrecks like <laughs> half of his fencing oh it was so bad oh well after that he had a rule no earbuds for Ethan on Hell, the tractor that's amazing yeah. So anyway, I have no idea how that came up, but that's okay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh man! But so have you always liked working on cars? Um, I enjoy it. I am learning that I enjoy not working on cars. <laughs> <laughs> I went and helped someone today. They just had some things going. I I really enjoy knowing yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I I pretty much know exactly how everything works, and and like. My older brother came down a week, or a week ago, jeez, came down for a week to my house when we literally replaced an engine in his car. Mm. Um, so it's, like, really nice to be able to know that, how to do that, yeah. and help somebody out. But it's no fun to have to work on your own cars. Just maintenance is annoying. Yeah. And they we, always break at the worst times. We always worked on our own cars growing Yeah. Up. And so my dad would would use it as this, like, it's a learning opportunity for you boys. But then once we learned it, then we were, like, the de facto mechanics of the house. Yeah, funny how it's that like, worked. Oh, so we, I'm changing the oil again. Oh, I'm replacing the freeze plugs because we didn't put in a freeze in. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, my job, after my, my brothers would work, and so my job was to be the one who would monitor the antifreeze levels in the car. Yeah. So we had at one point when I but this was my responsibility. I think we had four cars between my brother's driving, my sister driving, and then my parents' cars or whatever. And that first night, when the weather would report that it's going to get below thirty-two degrees, you go out put that stuff in there. No, <laughs> no. You know you could buy antifreeze that no. doesn't need the additive, right? <laughs> Listen, so. Um, like, I'm pretty sure antifreeze is not supposed my, to freeze on its own. Yeah. So my job was to go out, check the levels in the car. Right. Okay. I don't know why I would bother checking the levels, because the water was white. There was never any antifreeze, and it would all, even a little bubble thing, you put it in the radiator, you suck up water, and then where it floats tells you your freeze protection level. Yeah, you use it's at 32 degrees because it's water. Yeah, well, it was like, <laughs> it was probably warmer. It's like, this is going to freeze at 40 for some <laughs> oh reason. Goodness. So then my dad would be like, oh, that's too bad. What are you going to do? Drain it yeah. out, son. No, so literally, we, a couple winters in a row, this would happen. And we had various tactics. One tactic I remember very distinctly. And for whatever reason, we never thought ahead when, oh, winter is coming. <laughs> We should probably prepare. No, it was like the day, the night, the weather said 32 degrees and I are like, it's going to get below freezing. Yeah. I would go out there. And of course, it's like right at the end of the day, freezing cold outside. And I'm going in, checking all the levels. They're all low. And then I would have to. <laughs> all low. And then a couple of times what would happen is we didn't have any freeze. 
And of course, everything's already closed. So you just you just spit in it to fill it up. No, we just drain the radiators. So there's no water. I can't freeze. Okay. No so problem. Th- okay. So that was my job. Go out there. Did you run the car afterward? Yes. We ran the car. To get that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we, you know, we get everything out. We, we drain the radiators. Yeah. Right. But then, so my job, we got to get the, we never had the proper bucket to catch anything either. Of course and my not. dad, we had dogs and my dad's like, don't let it drain in the yard. Otherwise the dogs will die. That's right. I'm like, there's no antifreeze in here. <laughs> They could drink directly from the radiator, and they would be perfectly okay. You know, like, antifreeze is like, you're supposed to put that in, like, every three or four years. It should not yeah. be a yearly thing. No, but our radiators always leak. So oh my then my job was to drain the radiators, and then in the morning, fill them back up with water. This is, like, the most inefficient way to do yes. life. Yes. I agree. But I think it was a combination of one, poor planning. And so precarious, because if you forget. I'm like 10 at this point. I'm like a 10 year old. You don't even know the difference. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, this is what I do. This is my job. Everyone's asleep inside. I'm out in the front yard, draining radiators. And then in the morning, I'm up before everybody else with the garden hose. I got an assembly line. Fill this car up, start it up, get it warmed up. Fill this car up, start it up. Can't imagine the mess. Oh, it's horrible. And then the end of the night, we never think to go back to AutoZone to get radiate, get antifreeze for that. Air fluid. We were doing it again. Yeah. The next night, oh, we forgot. (laughs) Go drain the radiators. So that was one option. We could drain the readers. The other option we did a couple times, but I remember at least one time distinctly, was, well, we don't have time to drain the radiators, or we couldn't, or whatever, okay. because there was enough antifreeze that it was, like, enough. We didn't want to waste the antifreeze. We didn't have enough to top it off. So I would wake up every hour and Crap a half. Crap a dot. No, I'd wake up every what? hour. Every hour and a half, I'd wake up and go start the cars... To get the engine warmed back up so the water to would... Maintain to maintain a specific temperature. the engine temperature. I'd start... I, I remember they very, have things called block heaters. <laughs> no, not was. I remember very distinctly at one point, we had three cars in the front yard. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm out there. Nine, <laughs> nine, ten years old. I've got all three going. I'm going between... And of course... You're waiting for the heat to turn on, so you're sitting in freezing cold temperature. And then as soon as it gets hot, and as soon as that it gets hot, turn off the engine and go to the next one. So you don't even get to enjoy oh, a my hot word. engine blowing yeah. heat on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this dude, that is like literally the most inefficient. It's, it was horrible. Dumbest I, way I've ever heard I of doing things. Hated winter. I was like, if it gets below freezing, I so help me. <laughs> You can't, good thing you didn't live like you lived in down south, right? Yeah, we lived here. So it was. But I think it was a combination of one: we either couldn't afford antifreeze, which at some point could happen because my dad lost his job for like four years at one point. So yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Or it was our radiators leaked, so we'd put antifreeze in, and then it would just leak. So what's the point? That's like okay, but when we have like three cars that we have to do this to at the same time. Oh my word. I feel like it would have just been, uh, you don't have time. What are you talking about? You could have just 
drained it anyway. It would have saved you a million trips. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Like at three in the morning, why didn't you just decide, you know, I'm going to drain this so I don't have to get back up at five? <laughs> no, no, I think, I don't think it was a time factor. I think it was, there was enough antifreeze to where it was like, well, it still protects Apparently us. Apparently no, not. No, it's like it would still protect us from like a 30-degree night, but tonight it's going to get to like 20. <laughs> oh, my god. And goodness. so we don't want to drain it because then we have to get more antifreeze. And so it was like this game of, all right, well. Will the engine blow up and crack or not? <laughs> but one time, guess who didn't wake up to their alarm? Oh, no. This guy. Yeah. And freeze plugs popped. My dad went out to start the car to go to work in water everywhere i told you james <laughs> <laughs> i swear i did it it yeah. must have froze again <laughs> and then it was like all right well now we're gonna rebuild this engine so you had to rebuild it yeah that's bad that 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 was a learning experience it was i learned a lot it was like it actually enjoyed that part like all right let's get in here was it a decently Easy engine to work on. Yeah, it was an old station wagon. Lots of room. Yeah. Big old V8. These new cars, man. Oh, man. It's just crazy. So easy. No, these new cars are not no, easy. I'm talking about the old ones were oh, so yeah. easy. Yeah. Oh, the new ones when my alternator went out in the van, I was I looked I looked at it, and I go, nope. I popped the hood, couldn't find the alternator. I go, I'm not doing that. Yours is just underneath. It's oh, it's like, it, no, it's like tucked way in there. Yeah. I would have to take out a lot of stuff to get to it, and I'm like, I don't want to. Probably do that. the compressor and stuff yeah, like that. I'm not doing that. I've I've paid my dues. Well, that's that's kind of where I'm getting. <laughs> Except that, like, it's really hard. I have yet to take my car to a shop. That's nice. not true. Wow, who's the liar now? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I took my car to the shop that I used to work at because I just didn't have time. And I didn't have the tools to work on an absolute rust bucket from New York. And was like, this can screw somebody else over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, took it back and they fixed it for way too much money. But it got fixed. I still drive it. But it's like, really, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's a pride thing. Because, mm. like, I know I can do it. Yeah. And, like, or I know I need to figure it out myself. So, like, I don't want to have to tell somebody else. Figure out what's wrong with my car. Like I want to know what's going on. I pretty much always do, but there's some weird problems, you know. Makes sense. I drive old cars, so nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you need to call this one quits. All right, it was fun. It's good. I like that episode. That's yeah, fun. I feel like our second ones are always better. Yeah, we get into it. Get into the group. Yeah, we should just not record the first ones. Just talk for an hour. All right, man. All right, you have a good one. Oh,